0: Everyone, welcome to another episode of Cricket with an Accent. This is Sakya Valley hosting the show, and this is the first for me. We will be reviewing, no, previewing. Yeah, this is exactly a first. Previewing the upcoming IPL season. I uh, have never done that, but I think uh, that's the biggest show. I admit, it's the biggest show in town. Uh, I used to be a purist and all that nonsense, but I'm really opened up to the idea of Twenty Twenty and some IPL watching, uh, and I have to very able. Guests who know the game inside out, very uh, well known voices on uh, cricket Twitter. So, really, no need for me to introduce them. Uh, appearing on the podcast for a second time is Kurkira Singh Gill, and then there is uh, uh, Rahul Vishwanathan making his podcast debut on my show, but he's appeared on Barest of Margins and other podcasts before. So, on that note, let me bring the guys in. Hey guys, how are you? Hi, Hi. Good to be here.
1: Good to be back again. Always no. excited. With the
0: IPL big name. sure. Yeah, the pleasure is all mine. I'm sure the listeners will dive in because uh, uh, this is that time of the year. Um, so, I mean, Gurkirat was here before. So, Rahul, just uh, if you want to give a quick introduction, uh, you know, what's your association with the game? I know you're a big KKR fan. Just uh, you know, uh, tell us something about yourself that uh, my small listenership may not know. Some people probably may know you because I don't know who exactly is listening. But uh, over to you
2: yeah i basically work in the finance department uh, so cricket is just like for most of the indians it's a it's a crazy fun sport where you know we all follow it uh, from childhood every most of us do it and that's how I started loving the game and then ipl and all started happening so nothing extraordinary but yeah casual uh, cricket viewer who follows the game very closely
0: yeah, I think casual is a bit understated. I've seen your account, so you are being humble there. But yeah, uh, I think I'm relying. I'm, I'm going to be heavily relying on your inputs today. Uh, so Gurkira, let me start with you. I mean, uh, uh, we chose four teams because I don't think we can do justice uh, to put eight teams. A lot of podcasts do one episode per team, but this is the first go around for me. So let me start with Delhi Capital, the city you and I both come from. Uh, after an 8-6 season last year, and reaching the title game. Have they done... uh, What is their off-season report card? Are you excited? Have they gotten better? We'll get to the Suresh Ayer part, but overall, what does the unit look like to you?
1: Uh, I was happy with how the auction went, uh, especially like the addition of Sam Billings. It so happened that I was on NDTV and we were discussing which team should go for which player, and I said that it would be great if Delhi could go for uh, Sam Billings. I said that on 7.50 p.m., on NDTV that day, 752 Delhi bought Sam Billings, so I was quite <laughs> happy. Uh, not happy with two of the buys that they got at the auction. Uh, w- one is obviously that of Steve Smith, not particularly because I think that he's not a T20 player. I think he can adapt, but my issue is when you already have so many players who can bat in the top three, why would you go for him? Because you have a Prithvi Shaw, you have an Ajinkya Rahane, you have a Shikhar Dhawan, you have a Shreyas Sayyir, you have a... Uh, uh, Shimran Hetmyer, and you also have a uh, Marcus Toynis. So you have six players who can already bat in the top three. There wasn't a need to go for another one. Uh, there's Vishnu Vinod as well. So there are possibly seven options who could bat in the top top three. So was disappointed with that buy. Uh, the other buy that I thought which which should should have been avoided was that of Tom Curran. And uh, this is not speaking in hindsight. I I was I have seen how he's gone in the IPL before. He wasn't great in the last IPL too. Uh, for uh, Rajasthan Royals, gave away runs at an economy of 11. Uh, he's becoming a, a, a slower ball bowler. He's not making it a stock stock ball, and I fear that he could become a right arm right arm on where he's just bowling slower balls. So was unhappy with those two buys, but overall I thought that when it came to buying the uncapped players, they did well. They bought an uh, Ripal Patel, they bought a Lukan Meriwala. Also got Umesh Yadav as a backup for Ishan. So happy with the overall construction and the plug that the holes that they have plugged. But two buys they could have definitely avoided could have gone for someone else. I, I
0: feel sure. Uh, so I'll come back to Steve Smith in a second. But uh, so Rahul, this is for you. They got M Siddharth here, right? Uh, I know you spoke about him in last year's Bearers of Margin podcast. I I think it was you, but I could be wrong. So talk about this yeah. guy. You know, if he's on your radar, I was surprised he didn't get a game there, or did he get a game last year? But what is the outlook on this guy? Yeah. You know, a lot of people talk about him and as one of the bright prospects. Uh,
2: he's a left-arm spinner, and he's pretty good. Pretty good left-arm spinner can bowl in the power play as well. He has been doing that for Tamil Nadu and uh, Saeed really as well. But uh, the issue with finger finger spinners is basically in white ball cricket that you need them to have an extra second skill as well, like a or Jadeja or Akshapati, who can also contribute to the bat. So, he wasn't really getting games because you, because most of these finger spinners are used as a uh, matchup matchup, like for particular right-hander or off-spinners used for left-hander. So, you need, to have, you need to have dual skills to really get a spot in the level because otherwise, you mostly you have fast bowlers in the 11 and the spinners. So, he wasn't he isn't a good batsman for this level. So, that's why KKR kind of didn't get a spot for him in the 11 and then they went back to uh, this year. They got uh, power Negi because apart from his uh, left-arm spin, he can also give he can also bat bat a bit. So that's why they had that thinking as well. And Delhi Capitals obviously will be looking at him as a backup for Akshar Patel in case he gets injured or you know some out of form. But as a bowler, he's really good. He can bowl well in the power play uh, as well. Just like how Sai Kisho is there for Tamil. He's also from Tamil Nadu and got selected in. CSK this year, yeah. last last year, but he also hasn't got a game because they have already Jadeja and uh, who is also doing a similar role and he's also back. So it's hard for a finger spinner who is not having a dual skill to you know get a spot in level. But as a bowler, he's really good. He, he might come into picture if you know the uh, pitches are really slow and low like in saw in Chepauk or Ahmedabad, But you might need third spinner. He might come in handy there.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask that. So the IPL is back in India. So you think uh, these kind of finger spinners may have a say in the playing eleven? Will they find their way because of the Indian pitches, or that still uh, varies from surface to surface?
2: I think it's mostly in surface to surface like Chepok or uh, Ahmedabad. We saw uh, in the India England Twenty series that pitches were mostly in the drier side. I mean, they were not uh, they were not really very flat as well as not really bowling friendly, but. It wasn't really coming onto the bat where you can, you know, uh, hit through the line like how we are seeing in the Pune ODIs, where the it's really flat and batsmen are just enjoying here. But if that's not that wasn't the case in Ahmedabad, uh, where uh, the, the Motera Stadium, where you know, can just you need more. It's more dry. It has everyone in the game. You know, batsman is not really enjoying. Bowlers also have to. You know, they, it keeps everyone in the game there. So yeah, uh, these two pitches. Uh, We'll have have
1: more for slow bulls. Another thing that I want to add, you know, uh, regarding Siddharth, I thought a lot of uncapped players that Delhi Capitals went for, you know, they had the input of Ravi Chandran Ashwin. Because the day before Ravi Chandran uh, Ashwin had released a video where he'd spoken of uh, uh, Ripal Patel. And, you know, since Maniraman Siddharth also comes from Tamil Nadu, I I could definitely sort of sense that uh, Ashwin shared his insights uh, with the management because... Uh, you know been following this team for quite a long time never have you know seen them ace the uncapped picks as well as they did this time actually
0: okay so that's uh, definitely you know uh, segues into my next question with the, with the absence of uh what are you hearing and what's your pro- projection Good, Kirit, who will be leading the side is our Ashwin a great candidate or have they been dro- grooming Rishabh Pant uh, Steve Smith's in the mix I don't see he's going to be captaining, that's my opinion but uh, fire away, you know, who will end up being the captain this season?
1: See, my personal choice would be Ravichandran Ashwin without a doubt. I think that he's one of the smartest brains in Indian cricket right now if you see any player, be it past, present, he's one of the smartest cricket brains without a doubt. But, uh, you know, with with how uh, Delhi has played over the last 2-3 seasons, you felt that, you know uh, who's, that Shreyas is is more of the executionary like he's he's executing the ideas that ponting has laid and ponting sort of seems seems to be sort of leading from the dugout it's a similar feeling that i get from kings 11 punjab as well with uh, kl rahul being the captain and Anil kumble being the coach so if if that is going to be uh, you know uh, if that is going to be the way it is with Ricky ponting trying to you know sort of call the shots and everything then i don't see uh, ravichand ashwin being named the captain because it would become a similar kind of situation as that there was between say, John Buchanan and uh, sort of Ganguly in 2008 in in the initial IPL. So for that reason only, I don't see Ravichandran Ashwin being named the captain. As far as uh, other options are concerned, uh, I know uh, Ajinkya Rahane has captaincy experience. So does Steve Smith. But I personally wouldn't want uh, these two to be the captain because I still don't think that they make the first eleven. Uh, so the options remain between uh, Ashikhar Dhawan. Was captaining when uh, Shreyas went off the field last season, but in that game, uh, Rishabh Pant wasn't there uh, in the eleven anyway. He was out injured, so there's a good possibility uh, Rishabh Pant would be named the captain. But uh, I am not too. I, I would not be too happy with that because you know we saw what happened with KL Rahul last season. Uh, he was not playing uh, as, as well as he could have. You know, a lot of people said that the. Uh, the weight of the responsibility of being the captain was sort of, you know, pulling him down and not being allowing him to play freely. I wouldn't want something like that to happen with Rishabh Pant. Also, there have been, you know, uh, too many comparisons of him in the past with MS Dhoni, you know, people uh, discussing of how he has a better record or he still needs to fill in those big shoes, etc. Et et Putting that weight of captaincy would actually give rise more to such comparisons, which I, I don't think would be the best for any young player uh, you know and uh, more so in Rishabh Pant's case who's been who's gone through that a lot so uh, i personally want uh, ravichand Ashwin to be the captain but uh, i'm not sure if that is going to happen
0: yeah that's that's very interesting uh, you know the insights you have there with ponting uh, pretty much it's his show uh, i've heard that before but i haven't really paid that much attention so thanks for validating that so because
1: the... i i i i'll i'll stress on this uh, if, if you saw the last season, if you saw uh, the games that were going sort, sort of out of hand for Delhi on the field, uh, when plan, a, plan A's were failing, there was no... you don't It don't look like from Shreyas a body language that he had a plan B. Uh, you look at the game between KKR and uh, Delhi in Abu Dhabi. Uh, it was a day game when Sunil Narayan was promoted. KKR were three down early and then Sunil Narayan was promoted and Naksha Patel didn't bowl in that game at all because he felt, okay, there are two left-handers bowling. I don't need to bowl. I shouldn't be bowling a a, a left arm spinner in Naksha Patel. But uh, Ravi Chandran Ashwin was a very bad matchup for uh, Sunil Narayan anyway. Sunil Narayan has smacked him before and what Ravi Chandran Ashwin was doing was bowling his leg spinners. So, he was essentially essentially turning the ball into uh, Sunil Narayan anyway, which which uh uh anakshar patel would have probably done better if he had to do it because he varies his pace brilliantly and bowling uh, Tushar deshpande i think wasn't also making a lot of sense because tushar deshpande wasn't able to bounce him out he was he was bowling half volleys and you know uh, short stuff outside the uh, uh, outside the off stump so it, it has happened on quite a few occasions where uh, you felt that there's a there's a lack of plan b and uh, Shreyas has just, you know, uh, felt like continuing with something that is not working out. Sure. Hence, so, you know, I say that, uh, you know, he's probably just an executionary and not not the captain in the real sense.
0: Okay, so I'll make a quick digression here. And this is a question for you both. I'll have Rahul answer this and then you can come back to it, Gurkirat. Slight departure from Delhi. But overall, so it sounds like uh, I don't know how many you know. Would you follow? If you guys follow the NBA, but in NBA there is no captain. It's a different game. It's a coach's team, right? Coaches run the show. So from what you are saying, it sounds like is it a popular culture like to have a power powerhouse coach like Ricky Ponting, and this is across the IPL. So is this something a common conundrum like a coach is as big the captain out there, or uh, put your views on this because it's very fascinating to me. So do you see in the overall league? Mm-hmm. current and recent past that a powerful coach doesn't take a back seat and is, is, just h- help me break this down i don't even know if there's a question coming in here but uh, so rahul you want to go first at this
2: yeah i'll uh, go over this uh, and uh, yeah okay uh, it basically depends from team to team and uh, which kind of personalities you have in the team uh, we have seen uh, bigger personalities like mahendra singh dhoni kohli have more of a say they have on on team strategies as well but on the other hand, we have seen Mumbai Indians where Rohit Sharma is as big as a personality in IPL, and he really gels with the team uh, staff, what uh, analysts, what they do, and they have they uh, Mumbai Indians have more of a mixed strategy where the captain also has a strong say, as well as the team analysts and all those uh, backroom staff. They all have equal sayings, and they work as a good combination. But we have seen over the years we have seen that in but in teams like Chennai Super Kings and Bangalore that the captain has a major say and the coaches are, don't have... They are just the secondary... Uh, they play the secondary role. And in some of the teams now, we saw uh, last year with KKR, also with Dinesh, Katik didn't have much of a say last year. Because Brendan was having a more of a role there. And then obviously, they wanted Ian Morgan midway and then they kind of gel together. Same they as Gurkir explained that Delhi have now Shay a year and Rishabh Pant—they all—they are, are just growing into the careers now, and they are not as big personalities. So they are obviously not having as much say as they might have. They might have say after a few years when they become when they become great players, have a great career as well. So now Ricky Ponting is having a major say, and Rajasthan Royals now Sanju Samson—that's that, what I am expecting from them as well. You know the coaches, and they will have more of a execution. It depends upon the player because how much he has achieved. That's the way. Uh, the game goes, so mostly I feel the uh, most of the role should be behind from uh, the team analysts and stuff because that's where you have, they are more reliable you know from from uh, because they, are, they have the data how to what kind of strategies you want, which player to bowl to which batsman. I feel that should be the thing that should be the way going right, where they have the major say, but the captain should be really well aware with all the strategies and plannings He should be given the plan Bs as well. But
0: that's the way they should be going.
1: Cricket yeah, so uh, you know uh, I know how it is in NBA uh, it, it's a, it's similar in uh, in most football leagues as well, with the manager you know plotting the stuff and everything. but cricket is a very different game in that respect because I, I think cricket is one game which is actually a captain's game because the captain can you know somehow control the pace. you can sort of slow down the innings, you can bring in the bowling changes and everything. So, uh, a captain obviously needs to be well versed with the strategies. Uh, but, uh, you know, just one person controlling everything is also not good enough as we have seen, you know, uh, with, with teams also. Like how it was with uh, even the Indian side when MS Dhoni was at the helm after Gary Kirsten had, uh, had left the coaching spot. A lot of things were just happening the way MSD wanted. Like one of those examples of that was how R.P. Singh came on to bowl in Oval. He was completely unfit, and he was jogging around in the first over and bowling in 120s. So even that isn't good enough. You obviously need a balance somewhere, and I think Rahul has mentioned it brilliantly that someone like a Rohit Sharma in the Mumbai Indian setup does it brilliantly because there are there is obviously an appreciation and a space for the work that is put in by the backroom staff and the support staff in in strategizing, and there is obviously you know uh, Rohit Sharma who's who's had enough experiences to somehow realize that. Why a particular ma- matchup may not work, and why you know he he also has to trust his instincts at at a point of time because I feel and uh, and he's shown that improvement because if you look at the 2018 IPL particularly and even the 2019 IPL, both twice it happened in Mumbai versus uh, Rajasthan Royals games that you know the plan is always to sort of hold a, a, a Jaspreet Bumrah back and Lasit Malinga back it was there in both those IPLs. So they were holding them back for the last four overs. But they didn't realize that by the time those last four overs came, the game was already done. And in one of the games, it so happened that Rajasthan Royals had finished off the stage with just with Bumrah even finishing his off his uh, over. So you imagine you have lost a game defending and your best bowler hasn't bowled. And now, uh, if you saw that in, in the very first game of the last IPL, when Chennai were running away with the game, Rohit was quick to bring back Bumrah in the 12th over or the 13th over get a wicket because he realized that if the match goes till the 17th, 18th over and Bumar is not bold, the game would anyway be lost. So, that is how you see a progress of the captain. And this is where I think even Virat Kuli improved last year because you saw that uh, with the match-ups, like how they uh, promoted someone like a Washington Sundar and a Shubham Dubey ahead of ABD. So, now I think even the RCB setup realizes that there is a need for a backroom staff, a support staff that does analysis on what the, what kind of match-ups can work. And hopefully we'll see the results but this time i'm not too hopeful about that team because (laughs) they don't have a death bowling but i think there has to be a balance anyway Uh, you can't have just one person running the show whether it be just a coach or whether it just be a captain because ultimately it's a team game and uh, a lot of things needs to be done and for one for one person it can never be it never it can never be easy and he can't continue to do it over a consistent period of time
0: and yeah, even if it's easy, right, uh, look at Mumbai Indians, there's a documentary on Netflix, like, you know, uh, what kind of depth staff they have, and uh, the, the clock never stops, they're working in the off season to compete with that kind of a machinery, you need to have your checks and balances ready, because, you know, it cannot be a one man show. So let's go back to Delhi capitals here. So with AIA's absence, Gurkirath, what does a top order look like? Uh, Will Smith find uh, a place in this 11? I mean, what's your prediction? And you know, who makes a cut?
1: my my first 11 would be uh, would be would, would not have smith or rahane both my first 11 would be uh, prithvi shaw uh, shikhar dhawan uh, 3 4 5 being shimran Hatmayer, uh rishabh Panth and Marcus Toinis. i can rotate between Marcus Toinus and shimran hatmire at 3 and 5 depending upon who's bowling and who's who's gotten out say if a shikhar dhawan gets out and spinners are in operation then i will send a shimran hatmire at 3 but if Prithvi Shaw uh, gets out and places are bowling, then I will send a Marcus Toynas at three. Those are my top five. I will have a Lalit Yadav at six, and then I will have Akshar Patel at seven, uh, Ravi Chandran Ashwin at eight. Nine, 10, 11, two bowlers will be Andrik Nokie and uh, Kagiso Rabada. Number eleven would be between Ish- uh, Ishant, Unesh, and Amit Mishra, depending upon the surface and where you are playing. Say if you are playing in an Ahmedabad, where Delhi are supposed to play four games. I'd have a, uh, I'd have a Amit Mishra, but if you are playing in, uh, say, an Eden, where Delhi play five games, I'll have a, I'll have a Numesh or Ishan depending upon who's in better form. Same for, same for Vaan Khede. Uh Another thing is, see, uh, you know, Delhi might try, if they don't want to go for a Lalit Yadav, if they think that the batting becomes too thin, they can also try a Vishnu Vinod. I have no issues with, a uh, a uh, Jinkya Rahane or Steven Smith coming in at number three. If if this number eleven if if this eleven hasn't worked right if 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 there have been collapses but I wouldn't start off with uh, an Ajinkya Rahane or a Steve Smith straight away for someone to anchor anchor the innings because that would be starting on a defensive note if things are not working out then you sure try try that out you know have Ajinkya Rahane at three and then see you know how the team's shaping up but I don't think the team should start away start straight away with that because. Anywhere the first three games are in Mumbai. You you don't need an anchor while playing in one You you need you need a batting liner that can consistently score 180, 190, 200 on the board, especially for the first three games.
0: Sure, Rahul. Do you see it any differently? Who would be your starting eleven, and does Smith find its way there?
2: Uh, that's pretty much the same. Uh, what Gurkneet has said. I might just go with Sam Billings instead of Shimon Hetmyer because I've been seeing from last. Uh, 2-3 years. Shimran Etmai's one-day game has been really good where he's able to find his mojo that uh, he's able to time himself, play better shots but in T20, he's not getting that tempo going right from him. He's not able to pace his innings well and whereas Sam Billings has been doing well across everywhere, he played, he had a very good big bash uh, where he was playing in the middle order role. Most, most of them play in the top order but he did that very well in the middle order where he was batting at 5. Uh, with Halleck sales and all, he was doing really as a finishing role. And Delhi need a finisher type as well because they have Rishabh Pant who is playing the middle order and Billings can play anywhere. More, right now, Etmai seems to be play who is a better player of spin and he's struggling to uh, pace his innings. So, it's okay if, uh, if you want to go with Etmai as well if uh, starting a couple of games, but I won't give him a longer rope because he has been getting... He, he got last season as well. So I will ship at at the moment Sam Billings looks to be a much better experienced player as him. Anyway, you can go either way, but I'll have more of a Sam Billings to you know perform. I'll put more I'll bet my money on Sam Billings to have a better season than him. Uh but i uh, other than that, whatever gurkirat said, I'll completely agree with you. Yeah, so, what, what
1: what Rahul says actually makes sense because uh if 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 Sam Billing plays, then uh a marcus toinus is batting in the top three which is his preferred position so that can also work the only downside to that is there there is only one left-handed in the middle order uh, that that i think can actually change you know depending upon uh which team you are playing and say if you are playing a, a sunrises hyderabad which which will probably have a uh, have a rashad khan and a and a shabazz nadine Two two bowlers who will take the ball away from the right-hander, then probably you you can play a uh, Shymranetmyer. If you are playing a team that doesn't have a leg spinner or uh, a left-arm spinner that will take the ball away and rather bring the ball in, then you might as well play a Sam Billings. Then not much to choose from. He's actually right.
0: Okay, that makes sense. I'm taking notes. So uh, let's conclude this conversation on Delhi Capitals uh, with the prediction time. Uh, so Gurkirat, uh, you know, can can they go that one? final step without you know the man who led them i mean what's the what's the projection looking like for you
1: they can they can they can actually go the distance uh if if they pick the right 11 and they would need amit mishra to be in form uh especially when they play mumbai indians because uh i, I genuinely feel, believe that any team that can beat mumbai indians can actually win the IPL. But uh, they have to figure out how to beat Mumbai Indians. I thought last season the two teams who were most well suited to do that were RCV and Delhi. Unfortunately, Mishra got injured and they didn't have a leg spinner. They should have probably played a Sandeep Lamichhane at some point of time instead of you know playing Daniel Sams, considering how Rohit struggles against leg spin. Even even Kairon Pollard isn't great against fast leg spin. He can he can take down you know the conventional leg spin, but fast legs in which uh, somewhat which uh, Sandeep Lamichhane bowls can sometimes be a difficult territory for even the likes of Kairan Pollard so they will need uh, an Amit Mishra to do well at uh, at at a few stages and they'll have to use him judiciously in a way that uh, you know he remains fit but uh, yeah they do have the resources but they need to get their 11 right and plans right if if they if, if they are going to start with Ajinkya Rahane straight away then uh, then i wouldn't be very hopeful because I am really not a fan of having a lot of anchors in in the eleven, and uh, starting with him straight away when you are playing in Mumbai would would probably not end well.
0: Sure. For fun, uh, make a prediction. Are they going to go eight six nine seven? What's your? I mean nine five. What's your? What's your gut feeling? In in fourteen
1: in in fourteen yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah, you should be able to uh, should be able to achieve eight six. I think they should reach the last four. Should be able to achieve eight six. Anything better would obviously help them.
0: Uh, Rahul, I'll wrap this up for Delhi. Uh, how do you see this season panning out?
2: My, I have some doubts with their batting lineup because uh, Shikhar Dhawan has found his mojo back in T Twenty cricket after you know one season. But still, if you see Prithvi Shaw, he, he has a talent, but he's still not proven proven himself in the highest quality post, higher quality. He has been. Even every season, he starts off with a couple of good knocks, good cameo knocks. He has had knocks, then he has fallen down. And I wanted to see because even now, you know, when he faced international quality bowling, he was found out there But He came back again, did well in uh, the domestic tournament. But then you really don't know what, how, how his game has progressed, how his technique has become better because he has issues with his short ball. Uh, when bowled at face, so that's really important for a fast bowler for opener when by facing uh the power play with the new ball. So, a lot depends on how he goes, stays here for what is he has issues with T20s, but still, he was a reliable anchor for them. He is he will be a big miss. And if you see the middle order as well, the ship is good, very good player, but the they don't have that strong middle order like how other teams like Mumbai Indians have. where pollard Pandyas, Ishan Kishin, they have a strong batting core like Chennai Super Kings now have. They have Jadeja, Sam Karan, uh, I'm not saying Sam Karan, but a lot of Moinali. They have a lot of firepower. Here, it's you know it is Pant. Then Stoinis has always been an unproven T20 player, especially in middle order. He last season he did well, but to sustain it, he means to keep doing it. And he has not done it till now. In his entire career, he's, he's also not 30, 32 years old. So, a lot depends. It's a lot of players, a lot of unproven players like Shumar is not proven in IPL. Sam Billings is not. He has done well in Big Bash but he's still unproven in the uh, IPL level. So, a lot, lot of pressure on Rishabh Pant to uh, have that middle order really fine because last season as well, I thought the bowling really uh, helped them. Shikhar Darwin used to score steady runs. He did well and even there again Prithvi Shaw didn't do well. Rahane was not making much impact and so, the bowling really stepped up that time. But to to do that for two seasons through, it's going to be a tough task because they really need the batting to fire this time. And a lot depends on. And last year, was Shapant was also not in his, not his best test. But this year, he's come back now uh, in international and he'll do it. Well, but they still need their middle order guns to keep fire. because. And I do have doubts on them in being the top four.
0: Okay. And uh, any, you want to make a prediction on the. 14 games, how their tally is going to look like?
2: I think it will be close between... Uh, every season, we see that three teams are uh, aiming for the last spot with the net run rate. And so, and I feel they're also going to be that, that position, fighting with the fourth spot. And uh, depending on the net run rate, they will be equal with other two teams. But I don't think that they're clear in the top three. I don't see them. Because I see they have batting issues there. Other teams have got their batting sorted. And they have... The middle order is
0: going to be a little bit weaker, I feel. Okay. All right. So that brings us to Sunrise of Hyderabad. So, Gurkirat, I'll start with you here. Again, for, for me, I, my knowledge is nowhere as close to you. But for, on the surface, it didn't, It looked like on the auction, they really did not tinker too much with the team score. Uh, did you see it the same way? Yeah. So,
1: I... They, they seem to be relying too much on, on the pace bowlers that they have, especially the Indian pace bowlers. I felt that maybe instead of going for a Mujib, they could have probably gone for an overseas because they they, 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 they couldn't find a spot for, uh, for uh, a Muhammad Nabi. I am not sure how they are going to find a spot for uh Mujib in the 11 also i think they are last season but it's it's not going to come off regularly uh, the other thing is uh, i thought they could probably could have gone and bought some other uh, indian indian batsman but uh, yeah, yeah, really i'm i'm, I'm surprised uh, that they didn't really go for anyone because uh, what what they are doing right now they start every season especially the last two seasons they're starting they started those seasons with having three overseas batsmen in the top four. That, that can never be sustainable for any IPM side. So uh, that is obviously a concern. And uh, they'll have to strengthen their bowling somewhere because even though Natarajan is good at bowling Yorkers, the, the issue with him is that his he bowls at a 130 or a 135 pace. At his pace, the Yorkers have even lesser margin of error than what they have with you know someone who bowls those Yorkers at 140. And you saw in that game against Rajasthan that the likes of and uh, Rahul Tewatia they could they could anticipate the Yorkers and play the laps because he doesn't have a good bouncer also. So I think they are ready to carry their bowling. So uh, not not really sure if it's going to happen again. Uh, in the last two seasons they have also been lucky. In 2019 they qualified with just six wins. Last season also they qualified on net run rate. They've qualified for the last uh, last five seasons consistently, but I I don't see that happening this season for them.
0: So I'll come back to you, Gurkirat, on that one. Hold the thoughts about the international players. So, uh, Rahul, over to you. How do you see this team? And uh, do you see do you agree with on the reliance on you know international players? But this is a different year. It's a World Cup year, right? So a lot of I think big names probably will convince their boards that T20 World Cup is a priority. So I think you won't see those departures like we've seen in the past. That people leave for international or test duty so weigh that in you know what this edition of the ipl means with the world cup looming large five months after its conclusion uh, sorry can
2: you repeat uh,
0: i just couldn't the whole question or just the last part yeah the last part so basically i uh, do you agree with gurkira's assessment you know here with their uh, sunrise hyderabad's reliance on international talent but my point is this is a world cup year so a lot of top international players will convince their boards if they already haven't that ipl is the you know premier practice uh, to lead up to the world cup you know which is going to be held in india in 5 months so how do you see uh, with that lens uh, hyderabad's chances this year
2: yeah as you said about the players preferring ipl stone ipl this year because of and that, that, that has been already the case you know if you see the england team with morgan and their coach they all they all want all the players to play the IPL. They're not uh, I mean they're sacrificing uh, New Zealand England test matches as well. That's been the case for every team, you know. New Zealand also is planning to uh, not play the players who are playing the IPL in the test arena, South Africa uh ascending players to the IPL, uh, midway the Pakistan ODA series. We saw after second ODI they're gonna come back, like so Dickok, Rabada, Nokia, and all. And so so that has been the case. Shakki Hasan has been missing. Sri, Lankan des, uh, Sri Lanka Test match as well and he's playing the IPL. So, if you see, everyone is making sure that they're all playing the IPL because this year the T20 World Cup is there and that's been the case. And coming back to Surprises Hyderabad, I think uh, they've got there uh, right now after now. Last year, I thought they really made... Uh, they impacted with Bhuvnesh Shukuma was injured as well. Uh, they did get lucky because uh, they qualified on net run rate. but. If bhunesh Kumar is fit, their bowling attack is kind of sorted. If you see, bhuvi will if a new ball bowling. If you see bhunesh Kumar and Sandeep Sharma will bowl. They are two of the very good bowlers in the power play. Indian bowlers as well. If you see uh, in IPL as well, Then they've got Natarajan, who is who has who has had one good season, but still he's not uh, proven. So it's always in the IPL, you IPL. Know, second and third season is more testing because first season they don't know how you really. Uh, how you really are, so you might really go. Second season now, Natarajan will be more more, uh, more of a test for him. But still, he's skill-wise, he's still good enough. I feel he'll bowl well in death. But you can't have too much expectations with him. And Bui is doing well in death as well. We saw in the Indian series. So the bowling is pace bowling. If these three remain fit, it's going to be fine. New ball bowling, and their spinner Rashid Khan is uh, he's as good as a Bumrah for Mumbai. And is a Jofra Archer is as a spinner. He'll he'll make sure. He's, he really chokes uh, uh, opposition in the middle overs. So that, that's where he creates a lot of pressure and other bowlers take a lot of wickets. So these four bowlers and they might have a fifth bowler in Vijay Shankar or uh, Abhishek Sharma, they might go with the combination. Now a lot now they might be tempted to play Johnny Westra because last season, because of because Bowie got injured and uh, Holder was, they persisted the holder, so they, they had to drop uh Johnny Bestow because they thought Williamson was a much better safe. Safe player, you know, who is not because he's not an aggressive player like a who Sto- will take on the game as we see. Bill, Williamson is more of an anchor type who will will take the innings deep and so they might be really tempted to play all these three. Uh, you know, they might open with Williamson and play Bester Four because that's where he's playing for England as well in the t Twenty t Twenty arena. Or they might they have different combination either they want to go with extra bowling option like Jason Holder bat with six. That's that's really tricky. But what they are gonna do? But I really hope they play Johnny Best because he's one of the best players in the white ball cricket across formats, both the formats. So he should be really be playing. It's it should be either Williamson or Jason Holder because Williamson is still good enough. But that, that's what. But they have a good middle order. So Manish Pandey, bad at three, number four, either Williamson or Best or should take up. Uh, then they've got an the exciting player, Abdul Samad. You know, last season he showed his promise. Uh, you know he was hitting all the fast bowlers as well, like Nokki, Rabada, uh, Jasprit and charge as well. So he has been there. But yeah, Abhishek Sharma, Vijay Shankar, they are not really great T20 prospects they're down the order. They might be misused. But overall, the team is good. The bowling attack looks fine. It really means how they, if they if they can if they can play both Bairstow and Williamson. Their the batting will because David Won is an IP boat. You know, is he's a, he's a top three. Batsmen IP well along, along with Chris Gale and APWs. So yeah, uh, they they have a very good team and they are playing a lot of matches in Chennai as well, where it will sp- suit the spinners. So I do bet, and if you see from 2016 to last year, they have qualified every year uh, in the semis. Come what may, they just they just, they just know how to sneak in into the top four. And this season they have much they have, that all depends on Bhuvnesh Kumar's fit because if, if they have three good fast bowlers, the entire combination will work. So if they can keep it, I'll back them to you know, qualify for the top.
0: Uh, I'll come back to you, Rahul, on a question on Manish Pandey, but uh, let me go back to Gurkirath. So Gurkirath, the economics of IPL, again, I'm no expert. I was just looking at the numbers. Uh, just try to explain to me or someone who who also doesn't know how does a Johnny Bairstow, probably an older contract, go for 2.2 crores? Same price as almost same price as Steve Smith. Steve Smith is a great, great player, but I think in white ball cricket, it's not a fair race. I think Bairstow is should be in much more demand. So, uh, is it a big steal to have him for 2.2 crores? I mean, talk about that.
1: Yeah, it, it is a very big steal, without a doubt. But see, uh, there are a few uh, things that you have to consider. Uh, Steve Smith had his base price at 2 cr. So uh, That is why he he didn't attract many bids anyway. While Johnny Besto had his base price, if I'm not wrong, at 1 cr or 1.5 cr. Apart from that, uh, you know what also matters is when your name is coming in. Say uh, Fabian Allen was bought by Kingsmead Punjab in this auction at 75 lakhs because his name his name came up later in the auction. So that also plays in plays a part Uh, when when the name of the player so that they can relax a little bit. And when a good player comes in later, franchisees have already spent their budget and don't have enough to go for a particular player. And I think that is what happened when SRH got uh, Johnny Best of 2.2 CR. Another thing is, uh, you know, I've always felt that there are, there is enough resources in, in, in the Indian domestic as well as the Indian international circuit to have batsmen who can bat in the top three. The opening in T20s is not a is not a difficult position in fact it's the easiest position for any batsman. So a lot of franchisees also want to spend on say a middle order batsman or you know say overseas fast bowlers or mystery spinners. So that also plays a part. having said that Johnny Besto is not just uh, as he has shown in uh, you know while playing for England in the last year or so he's not just a opening batsman in t20s he can bat in the middle order also.
0: And I genuinely thought
1: that last season, uh, maybe uh, SRH could have tried that. But uh, like Rahul like mentioned, that once Mubii got injured, they had to bring in an uh, an overseas bowler. It was it's time they shifted to getting holder. But if if Bhunishwa is there and if they want to have him, they can probably have uh, Johnny Besto at four, and then maybe open with the. Game. What is very important is that shouldn't be batting Manish Pandey anywhere below number three. If he's batting higher below number three, yes, so I was saying, uh, what what SRH have to be careful about is that they have to ensure that, uh, Manish Pandey is not batting below number because we We've seen that he really struggles when he asks for Manish Pandey. With Kane Williamson at four and have Johnny West With David Warner, of course.
0: Alright, so Rahul, let me bring a segue here on Manish Pandey and uh, have your uh, views on this. Uh, with two World Cups in back-to-back years, you know, Manish Pandey was part of the ODI scheme of things. So how big is this IPL? Maybe when he will get another IPL next year for him to get back into the reckoning in the very stacked and competitive Indian middle order. So how do you see his chances? Do you feel him been unjustly done or that's what the nature of the beast is when you want to play internationals for India? It, you know, there is no room for error and sometimes you don't even error and still find you find yourself out of the reckoning. The thing
2: is, Manish Pani is a good player. But uh, no matter how much however, uh, well, he does, uh, he just can't play for India because you know he's mostly a top order batsman. He's more uh, he's, he takes time, he plays that more anchor role, and India already have a lot of them doing he'll, he'll take, he'll take time to get set and then go. Uh, the captain is now opening KL Rahul also suddenly from last two seasons, he's playing that way. Rohit Sharma as well, he also takes a lot of time to go get going, and you can't really have a lot of anchors. So no matter what, that's the sorry case of Manish Pandey because he might he's a good player, but uh, India just has two many options, uh, and he doesn't have that skill set where he can be a finisher who can just start uh, scoring from ball one like Hardik Pandey or Dinesh Karthik or uh, you know a lot of other options. Sanju Samson also maybe uh, if, if he tried there, so he doesn't have a skill set. He's more of a top order player who can who please that anchor. Role and India India stacked up with lot of top order options. So. He might have to, he might have to drop, keep docking in the ODI circuit, but I don't think there's real case work, uh for him in the T20s unless the team management is not wise enough and they go for him based on the runs he has accumulated at number three. Because a lot of times we do keep seeing because we saw Shreyas a year who was a number three for uh, in the IPL side. He was playing as a number six because he he got that those number amount of runs. You know, five hundred runs is not. Batting at number three and they played him at number six. We did well uh, uh, for India at number six. But in the long run, I don't I really don't think Shreya should be batting at six. But the team management in India, India, they decided it, but they might regret it later. But uh, as of now, he has done well. No, no issues about that. But they should have better options because in IPL, there there's a Dinesh Karthik who, who is very much you know, uh, used to that role. If you see all the stats as well manish pandey he might have to just odi odis might be the best format for him where he has to go and uh, keep knocking the door now it's and vanshrey sai are in the picking order but i don't think t20s is, no, is is you never say shut the door on anyone but unless there are drastic uh, players out of form or there's injuries i really don't think manish pandey has a chance to for india in t20
0: Kira, do you see it differently before we move on to like uh, final elevens for sunrise of hyderabad
1: no i i sort of agree with rahul that uh, in the current in the current scenario it's very difficult for uh, manish mande to find a place uh, there's no space in the number uh, in the top 3 and he's not a lower middle order uh, player even and i completely agree with rahul's assessment of uh, shreyas अय्यर as well you have to give credit to shreyas Sahir for doing well in the number 6 position but uh, it's not
0: a long-term position for him, him too. Okay. Uh, so Gurkira, I'll stay with you. Any hidden gems in this side? Like, I know we are not doing a Fantasy eleven podcast, but are there any gems like, you know, who if given a chance, you know, can, can find their, you know, can make their name and maybe some casual fans like myself will learn more about them. Because this is a packed lineup, like you said, not many changes will happen. But are there any uh, players in the squad who, if given a chance, like in Abdul Samad, will you know will rise to the top?
1: See, apart from Abdul Samad, who you mentioned, I'm really looking forward to Abhishek Sharma doing well in this IPL. Uh, I I hope somewhere and somehow S R H are able to you know make him open because he's again not a number six or a number seven player. He's done decently over there, but I I, I think that if he's allowed to open, he can do well for S R H. He did decently in S M A T as well. So, looking forward to these two players, especially when it comes to SRH. One is Abdul Samad. The other is uh, Abhishek Sharma.
0: Okay, so, good curious. Uh-huh. what is your playing 11? You know, if everyone is healthy, uh, who, who gets in, in this side?
1: So, uh, would start with Warner, Gasto, Manish Pandey, Ken Williamson, uh, Vijay Shankar at 5, Abdul Samad at 6, uh, Abhishek Sharma at 7 or maybe a Shavaz Duteen. Then Rashid Khan, uh, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, Natrajan, and uh, maybe a Sandeep
2: Sharma. I, I think that would be my 11.
0: Oh, Rahul, you want to come in and have a different 11? or?
2: Uh, more or less, but I want to change the batting world. Uh, i will rather have Williamson opening the innings because uh, he's the one who needs a power play better. And uh, we saw in the last year, one game where he was injured and he was sent to open and he just blasted the power play. I mean, even Bester can do it, but Bester can do it in the middle order as well. You know, he's a very good player of spin. As we keep saying, he keeps stalking the spinners better than uh, what Williamson will do in the T20 format. Uh, so I'll rather have Warner and Williamson will Williamson is also a much better player of uh, pace. So he can take he can utilize the power play against fast bowlers is better. So I will want Williamson to open uh, with Warner. Number three is as well Manish Pandey. I will want a spinner like best to, to come and play. in the, Number four, uh, number five, I will have I uh, will have an Abhishek Sharma. Uh, left-hander, I will have him use him uh, against spinners. Number six, I will have Abdul Samad. Uh, number seven, I am looking either Keda or either Vijay Shankar because they have the combination. Either Vijay Shankar has to bat or Keda Jadav because they need an extra bowling option as well uh, because they don't have an Indian bowling option. Where uh, fifth bowling option so Abhishek Sharma Vijay Shankar they will have to do the job with uh, number five road because otherwise the batting their balance will really struggle uh, so that's the that's what they have to do Num- number five they have to Abhishek Sharma number seven they'll have to go with Vijay Shankar because he's more of a two he can give two overs and Abhishek Sharma can give you two overs so that's your top seven five is uh, Abhishek Sharma six Abdul Samad and seven I'll have Vijay Shankar he's not a number seven but then that's what they have to do with. Uh, he might not play a big role in the back, but with the options they have, they will have to go with him at number seven. Number eight is uh, Rashid Khan. In fact, as a finisher, if if, if there is only three to four overs left, I will send Rashid Khan above Vijay Shankar. But I have to play Vijay Shankar because you know he is what he helped me say, uh, say the combination because they have not done uh, with the Indian options in the auction, so they have to go with that. Number eight, I'll go with Rashid. Uh, then. We have two bowlers, uh, Bhunesh Kumar and uh, bhunesh Kumar. Number eight, I have Rashid. Number nine, I have Bhuvi, Number ten, I have uh, Sandeep Sharma, and number eleven, I have Natarajan. So that's the makeup of the side. Four proper bowlers, three Indian seamers, bhuvi Natu, and uh, Sandeep Sharma. One gun leg spinner, Rashid Khan, and then uh, fifth bowler, more of part timers like Abhishek Sharma and Vijay Shankar. So that's the only weak link I see. Number seven, the batting position, Vijay Shankar is uh, not suited to that role, and bowling option they might concede 10 to 15 runs so that, that's fine if uh, the top order which top four top five they have they'll be able to you know compensate for that this sure. is only a weakness sure. There, sure. Guy, Scott,
1: if just, just, just one thing that i want to add uh last season there were a few opportunities where i thought that srh could have actually promoted rashid as a pinch hitter especially to take down you know uh, the spin bowling options of the opposition I'd like, like to see them doing that. If not promote Rashid, then probably promote an Abdul Samad somewhere. Especially, you know, to give their innings a momentum or sort of break the chase somewhere. Especially when they're chasing 180 plus and they've lost uh, a couple of wickets early on.
0: Okay, so let's yeah, wrap this up it. here. Sorry, go ahead. Raul. The top go ahead, so. be good and
2: uh, you know, the 5-6-7 can be uh, rotated as per situation.
0: Okay, uh, fair enough. So Rahul, uh, let's finish uh, our thoughts on SRH, what's the uh, what's the final tally looking like when they are done playing their fourteen games? You think they are an eight six team, or you think they can go better? I think uh, uh,
2: for me, I will have one of them in uh, the top four. They definitely qualify for me. They have overall strength, squad selection. They have bearing injuries. Bhuvnesh Kumar is a real uh, player for me. He should not be. He should be fit because he is the one. Who, will keep the combination going, or else other, same like last year they'll keep messing it up. You know, the top order one will the one will get dropped, and they have to play Mitchell Marsh or Jason Holder. So if he is fit, I'll back them to qualify in the top.
0: Good kirat. Yep. So uh,
1: last four for SRH. Yeah. I, I started with that, and I I don't think I I think this is the year when there's streak breaks. They've they've reached the last four for five consecutive seasons, but uh, I don't see them reaching the last four uh, this season.
0: All right. So, sounds good. So, let's uh, try to make the last two teams, you know, of course, Kolkata is Rahul's favourite team, so we'll spend a lot of time there. But I know, Gurkirath, uh, we are looking at an hour. We've already taken, I think, more than 40 minutes for the first two teams. So, let's switch to KKR. So, Gurkirath, I'll start with you. Again, uh, what do the auction results tell someone who has not paid attention? How has the this unit gotten better, or you know, what's your overall uh, auction assessment?
1: See, a couple of good picks. Uh, picking, I thought uh, getting Shakib for just three crores was a very good pick. Uh, Harbhajan. I, I tweeted yesterday also. Uh, I think Harbajan can be a good addition, and uh, someone like a Kuldeep Yadav can actually learn a lot from him. Uh, even though they are two very different spinners, because I think Harbhajan, you know, as a T20 bowler, is not rated enough. Uh, for seven consecutive IPLs, his, his economy rate was was not more than 7.5 and was less than 8. And he's done brilliantly for Mumbai. He was probably ahead of the curve in learning how to, you know, uh, bowl those darts. So uh, that is there. But one thing I would love KKR uh, to do this time is to start with Lockie Ferguson straight away. Ahead of Pat Cummings. Uh, another thing is that I, I, I think cutting is also a very good backup for Russell. Although in an ideal world, you can't really get a backup for Russell. But if, if you wanted to get someone as a backup for Russell, uh, cutting, cutting is a very good choice. Uh, again, they've, they've they've taken Nagy also. Hopefully, you know, he does well. But I've never been that impressed with him. Uh, he's played a few cameos here and there for whichever side he has played. But I'm not sure how they're looking to fit him in. Overall, I, I I I like their squad but, uh, you know, I'd really like McCallum to sort of take a few good calls. I thought tactically KKR were all over the place and I'm sure Rahul would agree with me uh, in terms of their uh, usage of resources last time. I mean, it made no sense to have Rahul Tripathi back at 8, especially uh, when he had scored an 80 in the previous game. And uh, it really didn't make any sense to play a Chris Green ahead of Lockheed Ferguson. So, uh, I, I'd like them to sort of, you know, get their playing 11 right. Make sure that Dinesh Hartig is, is finishing the innings and not batting up in the top four. And, you know, they hopefully uh, Shubman Mungil has a good season and takes them to the top four.
0: Uh, Rahul, the floor is yours. Uh, assess your team. Uh, what has worked in the auction? What do you look forward to if all cylinders are firing? Uh, where does the season, you know... How how much does uh, this season inspire you as a KKR fan? Uh, what are you looking forward to?
2: I think they made some good additions to squad. Like what Good Kids has said, well Harbhajan is a really good buy for me because they thought they they wanted to buy Gautam as an off spinner, but because Sunil Narine has been facing a lot of issues with his action, uh, he's also not being effective as as dangerous he was before. So they really needed a backup. They missed out on Krishna but Gautam. But they Harbhajan is a wild old fox. You know he's as I say, he's a very good bowler, he's very underrated. You know, he was doing all this in Vankade. Vankade is a nightmare for spinners. You know, it's a really good batting deck and fast bowlers enjoy. But Harbajan, over the entire decade, he performed there as a you know, he had a really good economy, He was a very good defensive bowler on those pitches. And I think he'll be a very good addition for KKR. Overall spinner, you know, there's Varun Chakravati who is having a very good uh, he's in very good form right now. Did last well. Uh, he's a kind of mystery bowler. You can turn the ball a lot of variations. He has. He will obviously learn more from Harbhajan as well. And I think it's not even just this series, but from one to one uh, last couple of years, Kuldi Yadav has been on a downfall and is uh, he, he didn't play much in last season as well for KKR. And 2019 also he got dropped. Now he's completely. I think tomorrow also you you will see. Uh, he'll be he'll mostly draw for main team as well. So he has not been having good time since last two years, and I don't think he's going to have a much much of, much of a role to do for KK as well this season. Because so I I would back Harbajan to place at some point of time, uh, and he'll he'll come good in my because he's really experienced. Uh, just the bowling form we have to see, but skills wise, skill set wise, Harbhajan is right there. Uh, whether his body allows him, he's, he's fit enough. That's what we have to see. So that's a good uh, spin bowling addition there. Then they replaced Siddharth with Pawan Negi, as we spoke before. That he brings them that another extra batting option he can be. But I don't think he'll play much. But still, he's a good option to have. Yes, he has, he has a bit of experience. But uh, yeah, that's the spin bowling is there. Shakib again another left arm uh, uh, all round left arm spinner all rounder is there. He, and uh, he, he can be a replacement. He's not an ideal replacement for everyone. But then he can fill some com- roles if. A Morgan or a russell they get injured or you know <clears throat> he's not the back ideal placement but he can fill some roles in the other departments you know you can, can strengthen the bowling and he can strengthen the top water batting that way so yeah Shaki is cutting as he said he's a good finisher and you can bowl a couple of holes uh he's ideal not an ideal as wikilet said but then he, he might be the best uh, other alternative for a finishing role from overseas player uh kcas Issues mostly last season where the top order batting, you know, Shubman Gill didn't fire. Uh, he was more, he was, he couldn't just get going. He was more conservative. Uh, he little not utilize Lemo and Rahul Tripathi was, he was sent up the order and was quite messed up. And and Nitish Shrano, who was more of a number three. Okay, his uh, who, who, who strength is not against fast bowling. He was again sent to open. So they got, they made a lot of tactical blunders sending Dinesh Kartik up to face new ball uh collapse because he's he's really a good world-class finish in the IPL. You know, last three, four seasons, six seasons, uh the way has performed. So I would like to have, have I like to have them top top order of uh, Gill, Triparti and uh, Rana. They should stick to this for a long time because they don't have better options than them. So they need to back them and expect they come good. And I think they'll good because Shubman Gill. I feel he'll have a really good season. He has got a lot of exposure as well now. He's faced a lot of top quality bowling in test cricket different format, but Yes, he has now. He's now more confident player, he has that exposure as well. And he's coming good now. Shuman Gill, expect him good. Rahul Tripathi will enjoy more here because uh, having a defined role, and he'll enjoy Indian decks more because he's more experienced. here. Last year, we saw Dubai, so he had so he, he should come good. Number four, I think Morgan, Morgan should play at number four because number five and number six, Russell and uh, Dinesh Katik are more so Morgan is. Much more, you know, he has been playing for England a lot of years. He has played for England at number four, so he should be batting. And Dine- not Dinesh, Kartik. Dinesh Kartik should be as a fish. And I would, I would like to, I would like to play both Cummins and Lockie Ferguson, uh, because you know, I, that that's what the be combination. Because they need a good power play bowler as well. So Cummins is good in the power play. He's also handy bat at number seven. I I would play both of them. My four foreigners will be Morgan, Russell, Cummins, and. Uh, Locky focus uh, Yeah. So these four, seven I'll pick Cummins, eight I'll pick Locky Ferguson. Then uh, one very good spinner and Varun Chakravarthy. I'll go with Harbhajan. Uh, I'll definitely go with start with Harbhajan. And then one Indian Seaman, they can go with this either Prasit Krishna. He is now having. Or there's one good, really good new ball bowler in Vaibhav Arora. Uh, yeah, they have caught in the season. He's I think he'll be a he's a good talent. Uh, he can really swing the ball well and he can play as a new ball so they have got good team uh, if they can make mekelam and morgan if they can come and make uh, proper strategies and uh, they, if they get the t- tactics right i think i'll back them to top 4 i'll back them for top 4
0: yeah okay some very astute uh, again rahul gave a good breakdown of what you know the possible combinations will be and you know the pluses and you know, minuses what this team has. So Gurkirat, you said in a response earlier in the podcast that you think, uh, India have enough talent that, you know, most top orders could be, uh, Based on Indian players, so Kolkata of all the top teams to me looks like they're very uh, at least with the choices they've made, they're less reliant on international talent at the top of their batting. But then uh, Rahul added like Nitish Rana's shot coming against like quick pace bowling. So how do you see that top order? You think is there an Achilles heel for if they have to go all the way?
1: See, obviously, there, there's a uh, there's a weakness that Nitish Rana has against uh, quick pace bowling. But if you see when uh, you know uh, Lin and Narine used to open, they, both of them had uh, considerable weaknesses against uh, a particular kind of bowling. Lin really used to struggle against uh, spinners, while Narine used to struggle against pacers. So that sort of cancels out because you can't really bowl a particular kind of bowling. With Shubman Gill and Nitish Rana batting together, KKR can sort of counter that uh, that issue of you know Nitish uh not being very comfortable against space because if if they bring in to bowl a leg spinner or a, say a left arm spinner then nitish can take them down and if when they're bowling you know someone who's a, who's an express spacer then they can have shubman Gill play play that kind of a bowler because he's he doesn't really struggle against extra space so the, these kind of match these are the kind of matchups that you always have to keep in mind but it's it's not something that i think can you know be uh uh, it, it's not something that you can, uh, you know, uh, sort of be, you'd be losing your sleep about because it is something that can be worked against. Uh,
0: so I'll come back to Rahul for one more round here. Again, a uh, lot of people think when, you know, you play well in IPL, you get noticed and then you play for India. Uh, but does performing well in ODIs make that you can also make a name for yourself in the IPL team? And I'm talking about Prasid Krishna, who's had a good outing for India. Uh, so, Raul, talk about the common maybe misconception some fans may have. Of course, ODI is a different format, but it's still white ball cricket. So, if Prasid Krishna is taking some wickets against England, why doesn't he become the automatic uh, pacer in your Kolkata Night Riders eleven? And also, weigh in on Kamlesh Nagarkoti. What's the report card on him, and how big of an IPL season is this for him? Uh, uh, coming up with
2: Prasidh Krishna, I agree with you that uh, you know both are white ball formats and. Most of our skill sets are the same, but with Prasit Krishna, we have seen even in the ODIs, uh, he has not been really up to the mark with new ball. Uh he's not utilized a new ball well, his lengths have been poor with the power in the power play. So that's in the IP, that's where you know the two most uh, important phases are with the new ball, you have to be as an Indian pacer. You have to bowl uh in the power play with the new ball. And that's his that's not his strength at the moment. And 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 he's not really a good death bowler. In, the way why, why he has been working in the, for India in the last couple of days is he has struggled in the power play. Like we saw in the first game, second game, but he really came strong in the middle overs. And middle overs, the format allows you to bowl most of your overs. You know, the 10 to 40 overs where he has bowled till now. But in the, the IPL, it's four overs, basically used in the throw order. Basically used with the new ball and the two with the dead. So that's why in the last three seasons he has struggled. If you see his economy is close to 10, uh, IPL economy, that's, and that's really poor he's not even, he's not been wicket-taker with the new ball as well as he's been making runs and and he's not having that extra express space where you need in the middle overs as well. I mean in the ODIs you can do well but the T20 format requires different skill sets so that's why he is not uh, uh, as as of now he's not aged yet he might become better but he needs to add a little bit more pace as well. But in the ODIs his skill sets will work in the middle overs but by T20 format you require a different skill set at the moment. And Kamlesh Nagoti, uh, I think he, he's a very fine prospect. We saw what in the Under 19 World Cup, fast 150 plus bowler, but then he had those injuries. He missed a couple of seasons back and then he lost a bit of pace. So now I think he's coming back towards his old self where he was a steaming Yorker, worst ball Yorkers at 150 plus. So hopefully we see him back, but he has a lot of potential wise skill sets he has, his, but I, I want to see him come back to that uh, old Kamresh Nagoti. But last season we saw he was he was making de- decent progress, but he was not at his full tilt. So we will have to see how he goes back this season. If I have to choose out of the four fast bowlers, I'll put you know IPL, then I I'll have Baiba Varora, he's a good new ball bowler, and he can do the role for them. And then uh Mavi has also did last season well, comparatively better than him. Prasit Krishna, he is good doing, you, but he has not done it well in the T20 format till now. But but he might get the opportunity because now he's in limelight and uh, he's playing ODI. So it's fair that, I mean, it will be, it'll be fine if KKR go with him because that's what, uh, it's a human tendency because people will mix formats. But yeah, uh, don't, uh, it's fine if he gets an opportunity. Hopefully proves me wrong and does well for KKR.
0: Sure. So what's sure. your what's your prediction? How the season's going to end? Uh, what's the report card looking? You know, if you were to make a call today on the 14 games.
2: I think they have the overall squad, uh, I'll back them for top four if they get the strategies right. I think this year they will learn from the previous mistakes they did and this year Morgan, will, Morgan is a, one of the best whiteboard captains as well uh, and he has got his England analyst as well. So, I think they will be, they'll be much more prepared this season how to go about things and I, I expect them to uh, get the tactics bang on right. Uh, if they do, they're, they're the, they have good enough squad to qualify for top four. And
0: I'll back them for you, playing know, the talk. Is- sure. So, Gurkirat uh, Morgan and McCullum, how is that again? It's a very tempting question not to, you know, miss out. So, how is that tandem compared to say a Ponting and a dugout?
1: <laughs> I, I think oh, Morgan and uh, McCullum will still gel uh, much more better than what any new captain uh, might say uh, with Ponting, uh, purely because of you know uh, how much respect. Morgan has for uh, McCullum. You've seen how he keeps talking about the resurgence of English side, uh, you know, on the lines of what McCullum did with New Zealand. But uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, I, I think if they play their cards right, if they have their tactics sorted, there is no reason why they shouldn't reach the last four. Hopefully, there are no injuries also because you know last year uh, Russell also got injured. One thing that didn't really make sense to me is that why does Russell you know field on the boundary? He should be fielding inside the circle when you already know he's such an important player and is so injury prone. So these are the little things. I think you know if they do do them right, there is no reason why they shouldn't reach the uh, reach the last top four.
0: Okay, sounds good. So uh, let's talk about Chennai Super King. We've already exceeded. I apologize. You know this conversation is longer than expected. Uh, so I'll start with you, Gurkirat. Again, the most polarizing team in the IPL got more polarizing. Uh, they brought in the likes of Cheteshwar Pujara. They still stay pretty old if you look at the numbers. Of course, they have Ruthraj Gaikwad and some young talent. But uh, what do you make of this, uh, this unit that seasoned? They have return of Suresh Raina. Can they make another run in typical Chennai Super King Dhoni-led style? Uh, what is the early report card from, from your lens?
1: I think they're. I think they're going to struggle this season, uh, purely because they will not be, you know, playing their half half of the games in Chepauk. Uh, we saw how, you know, Stephen Fleming and even Dhoni spoke of how they miss playing at Chepauk, and they only play two games in Ahmedabad. So uh, the track is something that they rely a lot on, and they're going to struggle. Another thing which they lack in the middle order is that there is no no one who can hit express pace. Apart from Ravindra Jadeja, because MS Dhoni is not the same player that he was. Uh, neither is Suresh Raina. And uh, I, you know, I honestly, you know, don't know why they also went for a jiteshwar Pujara or a, say a Robin Uthappa. Uh, they already have, you know, players who can open. I think what 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 these two buys have probably done is to sort of again ensure that a Ruturaj Gaikwad or a Jagdishan, who was a top scorer in in the Sayyid Mushtaq Ali, may not start in the eleven again. So, uh, it's all, also, you know, when it comes to sort of deciding their 11, it's a very difficult task because they have too many options. They can literally have an 11 where all of them can bat and can have up to 7-8 bowling options. But despite all of that, I, I, I find it very difficult for them to reach the last for this time. There is no real death bowler also. You know, you'll probably have to rely on Shargud, who's also developing. He, he did well last season, but he's not a proven death bowler in any scenario. Uh, The likes of Sam Karan also don't give you that much confidence. Uh, Lungi Ngidi is also, you know, not bowling at the same pace that he used to bowl. So, uh, I I don't see them reaching the last four this time.
0: Sure. So, let me bring you in, Rahul. Uh, One of the IPL legends, Shane Watson, retired. He's not going to be part of this unit anymore. So, what does this do to the international pool of players, you know, that will be available for MS Dhoni? Again, it's going to be... I also agree with Gurkirat, but I'm not here to give opinions. Looks like it's going to be a tall mountain to climb. How do you see uh, the return of CSK this year? And uh, what, do, what do we expect with the absence of Watson? You know, How does the batting order look like?
2: I absolutely agree with what Gurkirat said. Uh, they have a lot of quantity options, but they are not necessarily quality. If you see, they have a lot of, he uh, said, they are batting till number 11 as well as they've got 7 to 8 bowling options, but they are not really, I mean, not quality-wise, they don't really look that unit. I mean, what I uh, they might play is they might go with Robin Uthappa to open. He has been good form, but domestic, but uh, yeah, he might. I think they might open with either him or Uddhraj Gaikwad. Uh, then they might open with now. If you see the batting options, they have Uthappa or Gaikwad, uh, Duplessis, or they might play with Moin Ali. Again, they are not really good. Uh, moin is a good spinner but again he's not uh, good against pace sam Curran is similar he can hit medium pace and he can hit spinners but but he's not he's not again a good uh, player of express pace neither is a really good bowler who can bowl anywhere he is a bowler who can have a couple of good overs he is a bits and pieces player at the moment he is not fully developed is still young in his career but he's not is uh, a utility player he can't be a main player and then moin ali again similar situation uh, Deepak Chair again is a good new ball bowler, but he's not a good dead bowler. Uh Shadul again he said he has been doing well in the middle overs, but he, he doesn't give you the confidence that he will, you know, like a like a Mumbai Indians have a complete bowling attack, you know, a Boomra or a or they have a Trent Bowl, Adam Bilney or uh Raul Chair. So they have a lot of options, but they they don't really give me you know, confidence that they might do well because the middle order is the middle order looks like Dhoni was not obviously in a Greatest of touches. Uh, I mean, his, his skill sets have gone down. Last, last season also, we saw that he was struggling a lot. Sam Curran is not… He's again a cameo player who can, who can take but he's not really going to play a consistent role for them. Jadeja is coming from injury now. We don't know how he'll be, how he'll be back to his full business because uh, he last played in uh, January again in the Test Series. He has been not playing for three months and he suddenly come for no match practice. So, we'll have to see how he's a good… Even in the last 12 years, this was the last, last season, was the only time that just stepped up in the T20 format with the bat. You know, he has been improving, but that's one season he has done well. But still, we have to see more how he keeps doing because he's a very good test match player, but he has not done a lot with the bat in the limited overs. He had a last, he had a one good year, but you know, we'll see what he does. Doni is he's, Ra- Rydu's again a more of a middle overs. he can play spin well. So I really don't think they have an extraordinary unit. And obviously, not playing Chepog is is going to be for, very bad for them. I don't. Sure. Uh, I won't put my money on them qualifying top four. Okay. They so have look, got bowling options as well, uh, but spinners they have to play Imran Tahir if they have to have an extraordinary option because spin bowling again they don't have quality Indian spinners. You know, Jadeja is uh is not a good uh, white ball spinner. In white ball spinner, is a good holding spinner, good, but is is a defensive option. is not great, but. They, have got, uh, they got they got Chavla Karun Sharma last year. Then neither of them really did. well. They have got Sai Kishore, but then they might he might not play because they have a similar bowler in Jadeja. And if they have to play a colleague Spinner, they have to get in Imran Tahir and use the O.C. spot on him. So overall, the combination they have a lot of options, but then it's not uh, it's not a threatening unit. I would say.
0: No, that's a fair assessment. So let me ask you this: usually. Sayyid Mushtakali trophy is the gateway for a lot of young talent or a lot of uh, players to make their return or impact on the IPL. But Chiteshwar Pujara, you know, found a buyer by performing well in Australia in the red ball cricket. So how do you see that? Is there a move that's gone desperate? or uh, Of course, he can probably play that role at the top and you know, with the strike rate of maybe 110, 115. I'm not ruling that out. But what do you say of that selection? Will he even get enough games? And, uh, i don't
2: think he let i i don't think he'll even get one game uh, their owner srinivasan have said that they have respected him for what he has done in the test test matches for india but i think that's really a, that that is more of a disrespect to him for yeah. you know rewarding him in a t20 format for him doing in a test you know you don't uh, reward a test we uh, don't reward a white ball specialist by offering him a test contract right and it's really a disrespect for the tournament which is ipl which is one of the most premier T20 formats, T20 leagues in the world, uh, you've gone. you basically gone and given him a contract. He shouldn't have been given. He should be going and playing county cricket in uh, England and facing for you know the upcoming Indian England tour. And I think he's wasted the opportunity. BCC has BC also made a. He should not made uh, put his name in the IPL and he should be playing there instead. Uh, I think that's what that's. That really didn't make sense for you know giving an opportunity. He has not played an IPL for six seven years and six seven six to seven years. I don't know what difference he's gonna make in this season. And also they have a lot of options: Robin Uttaba, Gaikwad, Raidu. You know a lot of people who can bat on top order. So rather than wasting his two months in uh, in the bench, he might you'd have found uh, time to go and play county cricket. So I think that was poor on both him and as well as BCCI and Chennai Super Kings. I would say.
0: Sure. So, Gurkirita, do you have a say on Pujara's topic? I know we've talked about this briefly when you were on the podcast a month ago. Do you see it any differently now?
1: See, uh, you know, there are some who say that good players can sort of, you know, adjust and, uh, you know, they're essentially playing the same game. It's cricket. But, you know, it's like saying that you you don't send a mechanical engineering to do a coding job, right? Right. So, that, that's how it is. Uh, a lot of people said that it is giving the giving him the respect and everything. That I thought that was one of the worst stakes that you can come up with. If there is ever a, fan, a franchisee league uh, for the test format, I'd say Chitavashi Pujara becomes a marquee player. But for a T20 league, it, it doesn't make any sense to sort of, you know, that you're giving him the respect by buying uh, by, by buying him in the auction or giving him an IPL contract. By, when you're doing that, you're essentially saying that you know him featuring in the ipl is sort of bigger than you know what he has done in his test career so far so it's it's also a very hypocritical stance if you ask me because you can't can't be saying at one point of time that okay test cricket is the most supreme thing and then you can you give the respect to a player by giving him the ipl contract it's it's just a very hypocritical stance and like i said you don't award a mechanical engineer for his feats in his field by, you know, sending him to do a coding job or, you know, send him to a software company. Uh, that that doesn't really happen. So I, I, I thought the whole thing was just, uh, you know, for the lack of a better word, just maybe stupid or if if not stupid, then inexplicable in many ways.
0: No, agreed, I think. And thanks for clearing that here. So it looks like what Rahul has said, you know, about, uh, you know, the mindset why they got Pujara. So I think Pujara fans should be happy. He probably will be let go early so he can go on his- county contract, because I don't think if they're not playing him, they should want him warm the bench. But uh, yeah, like I think you both said, this is like a very, uh, you know, 2020 kind of decision, you know, whatever, you know, last, a lot of strange things happened last year. This is again, one of those things we've talked on IPL podcast about Cheteshwar Pujara for three and a half minutes. So let's uh, make some speedy recovery here. <laughs> uh, so again, Gurkir, uh, I'll stay with you. MS Dhoni, you know, uh, again, this is, I'm going into opinion-making territory. Uh, an IPL goat, you know, a legend like no one else. So, you know, fire is still burning. A lot of things uh, revolve around that kind of a question. He has a point to prove. He's still playing only this particular format. And even in T20, he's retired from internationals. Again, if you are a fan, put your analyst hat on the side. What do you expect from this Maverick? You know, like he's, you know, he's gone against the curve many times. So can you do it one more time? And what will be a good IPL by his standards this you know, when he's definitely in the twilight of his you know, glorious career.
1: I think if he's if he's able to score 300 runs in the season with a strike rate of 135, uh, that should be good enough. Uh, th- there shouldn't be many very, very high expectations of him. Now, I say strike rate of 135 because I think that a strike rate of 133 where you're scoring at 8 runs per over is the bare minimum in today's game. So that is why I'm saying 135. But, but I genuinely don't expect a lot out of him. I, I think that he probably, or the, maybe the franchise wanted him to continue and play this season because they felt they might play in Chennai, you know, have the crowds back, uh, milk that sentiment probably, etc, etc. But uh, yeah, I, I, I really don't, you know, uh, see him turning the things maybe because teams have figured out. Uh, he, he started struggling against quick leg spin. Uh, he started struggling against uh, you know ball turning away, uh, away from him. Uh, he's struggling. He struggles with the with ball being bowled into his body at a high pace. And the signs were there even in 2017 when he was still an active India cricketer. If you see how he played in that 2016 World T Twenty, you'll see uh, even though he managed to score runs against RCB and a few runs over over there and there, you have to see against what kind of bowling he got that runs. If you are going to bowl Corey Anderson at him. Even now he will smack him. If you're going to play, bowl a, a, a bowl a floaty off spinner or a floaty left arm spinner at him, he will still smack him. It's 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 going to be very similar to you know what was happening with Virat Singh post 2013-2014. These are such good players that you know they will still smack average bowling. But any good captain would not sort of bowl that average bowling at him. So like I said, if if it's a 300 run season at a strike rate of 135, take it with both hands and don't even you know think of complaining because that at this point of time is going to be a difficult task if i if i if i miss
0: so, sure uh, well said so rahul another opinion question this time on a different player uh, suresh Raina. not as you know he still has few years left uh, one would say 34 second biggest acquisition i think on the roster here at 11 crores he's coming back he missed it due to personal reasons so what is your opinion on his comeback and you know would he be an automatic in this 11 and if you're going to make a prediction, you know, what kind of uh, IPL he's going to have. Hey Rahul, can you unmute yourself? I accidentally muted you. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So st- start yeah. the answer uh, again, please. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, if it's really on merit, I don't think Suresh Rainer should be getting a spot in 11 because if you see, uh Arutra Jaikwar did a better job last season, then they got was still playing active cricket and he played last season of IPL. He did well as opener. Raidu has been doing really well. So, these three options are better than Suresh Raina on current form. But then, having known Suresh Raina's uh, impact and last, the player he was before, mm-hmm. I am sure they will go with him and they will definitely play him at three because he is a big name after all. So, he will definitely get good opportunities to prove himself, uh, to show how good he is. But I doubt he will have a much of an impact because, you know, the... The league has evolved itself, you know, the IPL quality has been going highly because it's not possible, you know, if, if you're not improving yourself as a player and you will still be giving good returns. So I would like to be proven, of course, by uh Raina, Raina, I'll be more than happy if Raina proves me wrong, but he has not been really playing active cricket for like long for close to about two years now. Last he played was 2019 IPL and then a couple of domestic games. And is not even last two couple of years back he was not really in a great of as touch. So it has to be a really really Herculean uh, task for him to come back and have a good season. But what I would expect of him is score somewhere around 300-350 runs, strike it of 130. If he does that, then then that's a good job. But then I would expect more of. I am personally expecting not him not uh, doing well, and he might be he might be dropped. Uh, in the midway or, or
0: something like that mm. there's a good likelihood for that to happen depending on you know if they're in any contention or to to make the playoffs so i think on that note let's wrap this show up uh, i think we both uh, i think all, you both have agreed that it's going to be an uphill battle so you you want to give a final prediction on chennai season Gurkirat, you go first
1: i yeah, don't see them qualifying maybe maybe if they do well they'll probably end up fifth or sixth they'll, they'll, they'll be in contention Till till the last last week or so, but I I don't see them qualifying. Uh, generally don't see them qualifying.
0: Rahul, your last word on CSK.
2: Yeah, like you said, I I think they'll be fifth or something like that. Fifth, sixth, they might. Dhoni as the captain, he's always diving, he gets his, but quality-wise, they don't have a good combination as a team. But he might just do what because you know the other teams are not really smart. We have seen that they they don't. Every other year, couple of teams are really—they don't do what they expected to do, right? and they mess up. And somehow, you know, Dhoni with this, all this experience, and he just he, even last season, if you see, you know, we all thought he, uh, CSK was going down, but then other teams like KKR or someone—they didn't just do and they ended up at six even after performing bad. So yeah, I think they will end up same way. Uh, very, very hard if they might sneak in with number four with the net run rate or something. I, I think that's the scenario, but. I give more
0: chance of them finishing fifth or sixth. Okay. So on that note, I think we have come to the conclusion of the show. A lot of valuable insights. I enjoyed this. Hopefully the listenership will learn a lot more about the upcoming IPL season in these four teams. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you, Gurkirat. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. had
2: great fun. Thank you, Thank you sir. Thank you, Gurkirat. Good luck.